Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick. Uh, <laughs> Kekka, what's with the unicorn? Well, I forgot my gun. <laughs> so you brought a unicorn? Well, and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so bad. So bad. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, tonight on the show, the Blues are staring down the barrel. Monk and Darcy are holding one. Wayne Bennett's in the firing line and Tiger gets another shot at major redemption. Boom, boom. Shooter Russell Mark is also here just to continue the theme. And we play Toss Up. It is all brought to you by our great mates at sportingbet.com.au. The place to go for all of your state of origin markets, which Indeed is where so. we start. We do start with that, Russell, and the state of origin. And here we go again. New South Wales with their backs to the wall, staring at possibly another series loss. Now, the big question is, will they prevent it? Uh, I think New South Wales will win game they'll two. They'll start favourite. I think they'll start favourite. I think they'll win game two. I like the fact that Ricky Stewart has reached an all-time high in his uh, level of... Uh, what would you... When the people are talking about What's that called? Uh, what, the level of uh, media... No, well, he said it was a media ban. He's come out and said, I'm sick of Queensland whinging. I'm sick of Queensland everything. He's just going well, around the corner. Well, always fueling the fires about, you know, New South Wales being winches. Ricky... Ricky's finally responding to it oh. because normally he's always very, very I think the guarded. wet conditions will suit New South Wales. I think Gallon and Grant's good... Got to be a big question over Gallon. No, 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 Gallon's fine. Don't worry about him. He's got the heart as big as far. I reckon that New South Wales win purely and simply. When you analyse that first game, they didn't do a great deal wrong. There was only a couple of uh, dubious um, uh, refereeing decisions. Yeah, they still and would have lost on the score, but I'm happy to say the Queensland were the better side in the first game. Yeah. New South Wales will be the better side. Going up to Queensland, one all, seven series on the line. I think line Sticky will get fabulous. him over the line because Sticky was, as you say, a bit more animated this time in his response. Swimmers Nick Darcy and Kenrick Monk have caused a massive storm by posing with guns in a US gun shop and then posting the photos on Facebook. Now, the AOC has decided to send them home straight after their swimming is done in London and to ban them from using any social media during the Olympics. Now, is this a bit of an uh, over-the-top reaction or a fair enough reaction? Look, this is a perception, first and foremost, that they, most people here think they stretch the boundaries of public tolerance. When in actual fact, they embrace the culture of America. This is just absolutely political correctness gone mad. Okay. Do you know what's embraced the wall of the, of the press club in Canberra? John Howard holding a gun. I all know, we all know that. Well, We've been to the press okay. club. So what? So they're being... Hang John on. Howard is the Prime Minister of Australia. Yeah. And prior to this, let me just quickly... Did John Howard go on a skateboard, fall off and say that someone hit him in a hit and run? No. no. Did John Howard go to court for assaulting someone, no. then lose and declare himself bankrupt so no. he could avoid paying? No. So, so let's just. So what are you saying? Just, I'm just saying that of all the people in the world of sport, up the top of the list, so Henry Monk and Nick Darcy need to pull their heads in, and there is no benefit to being stupid. We all get the same amount of common sense when we're born. Just use it. Enough said about the topic. So a double jeopardy. Just to the AFL keep and after fighting. the weekend's round, the top four is anyone's guess. James Heard, the Essendon coach, stated the Bombers might miss out on the top four after losing again. That's twice in two weeks. Who well, I think, think he's right. Look, uh, they've, got a, they've got a heck of a hard draw, the uh, Bombers. But the good thing for them, they'll get a bit of pace back on the side through Rymers, Gumbleton and uh, Wunderlich, mm. who's been out with that... Uh, he had an ace, uh, had the knee. knee uh... The teams that are going to make it, we all know that the West Coast Collingwood, I think Hawthorne and potentially Adelaide... Collingwood are there, West Essendon Coast are going to miss... Carlton are in free well, form. Carlton will be, Carlton in free, Carlton will be lucky to make the eight. Geelong, can they make the... Geelong can't. They're getting a number of their are quality players back. Are they going to make the back. top four? No, well, they're two games off the pace. Look, anything could happen, but I think the safe ones are Collingwood, West Coast Eagles 
and Sydney? probably Sydney. Sydney? Only purely in Sydney because we've got the best inside players and an outside running play. What about Adelaide? Group. Now, Adelaide is still very much on the periphery of. I think in the same vein that uh, Geelong are, perhaps in the same vein that... Uh, North Melbourne? Well, the Kangaroos are just slightly adrift Lucky at the moment. Lucky to make the top 14. But anyhow, look, it's a terrific season, very even. And at the end of the day, uh, look, anything could happen. To the men's French Open and Nadal won again, betting Djokovic in four sets after rain delay. Meaning Novak misses out on holding all four slam titles at the one time. Will he ever get it again? The Novak Slam. Well, he's now got to win the next three titles well, in in yeah. a row. He's got to win Wimbledon, US, and Australia yeah. before he can have a crack at right. French again. Well, I tell you what should happen. They should go and get a bulldozer now and dig up Roland Garros. That clay court just serves no purpose on world tennis. It is just so far removed from all the other titles, and it's such an uneven playing field that it's just ludicrous. Why? Why? Because Nadal wins. Well, Nadal's just so dominant on the court, and the and, and it who plays clay. He lost the one, only he lost one set the entire tournament. Well, that's when it rained, and all of a sudden the top spin and the balls became like go like uh, basketballs. So well, it's not a true indication, and it's not a level playing field. So I reckon get so rid of Roland Garros and have a surface that's uniform with the rest so of the world. So just on that, do you think that uh, Nadal can't win Wimbledon then? Oh, I think he'll struggle at Wimbledon. I think he's capable of winning Wimbledon, but I think Djokovic beats him every Sharapova? time. What about Sharapova? Can she win Wimbledon? Ah, uh, yes, she can. Well, so you've got the two French Open champions you're saying throw them away, they're no good. No, but look... Play a hard judge. Play tennis. Play tennis. Talk is about so something you know something but about. It's, it's become next, irrelevant. Oh, no, hang on. It's rugby league. Back to league. The Newcastle Knights have now lost five in the trot and they sit near the bottom of the ladder. I guess the biggest <laughs> question now is Wayne Bennett was going to be the uh, messiah. He was going to improve them, take them to the top and here they are the many at the bottom of the ladder. But Why, when he's gone out Recruited the best players I of the competition. Know, but, but whatever what, happens... Well, do you know anything? Whatever happens, Wayne Bennett's going to get a 12-month... Uh, Reprieve. Get-out-of-jail-free get Well, do you know who owns Newcastle? Look, Nathan, I know Nathan Tinkle. I do know a little bit. And what's his form like in terms of tolerance? He does tend to get rid of people rather quickly. But my point is, Wayne Bennett is the greatest living coach of rugby league. He's the greatest coach of rugby you know. league. Arguably, Jack Gibson has he and got, he. Has he got the firepower? Whatever happens, Wayne Bennett gets one year of grace. That one year of grace. Yeah, after that it might Under be Under normal circumstances. Does he, has he got the players? Uh, I don't think... I think his recruitment policy, which worked at uh, St George, yeah. because he combined some very good younger players with a few old well, hard Darius Boyd, he got Badiris, he got Mason. Well, Badiris uh, and Mason are older Snowden. than you and I, so they're no good. Snowden's been a bit... Uh, he's had the injury, yeah, he, so it's been disappointing. This reminds me a bit like Alan Jeans when he left Hawthorne and went to Richmond. And because he was a great coach, they still fell down the bottom of the ladder. No, so the old fine. adage is that players make coaches. Good coaches can improve good sides, but at I'm the end confused. of the day, you need cattle. Of course you'll be confused you know nothing about it. <laughs> the Wallabies are back on the winner's list for the 27-19 win over the Six Nations champs, Wales. The Wallabies caught plenty of flack for their loss against Scotland. Is this regarded their victory over Wales as redemption? No, only partial redemption, Why? not total partial. redemption, because it's a three-test series. If they lose to Wales this week, then it comes back to Sydney for the third test, then everything but all about But it could have been off. perceived as total redemption, the, given the fact they had no, a good win. No, no total redemption. They lost to Scotland in a very ordinary game in what? Newcastle, and they had a reasonable side out there in the field, and they were totally outplayed. But especially Mark and Darcy in the last ever redeemed themselves minutes. in your eyes? No, not See. unless they score gold medals. Um, you should Pocock be living in was Russia. outstanding. Genia was outstanding. And I love the performance of McCabe and also oh, Rob Horn what in the centres. What do you mean? They just hit the ball hard. I'll tell you they what, without just... Genia, they're useless because he, he's the one that takes it up, he's the one that offloads, he's the one that is the most threatening when he attacks the line. Let me tell you, he's probably the best player in rugby now, do you think? He's the only bloke you can... Name, <laughs> me, name me the front rower. Pocock. 
Any of the front rowers. Well, he's not playing. Horwell, the best front rower, is not playing at the minute. Well, he's a second he's rower already. No, he's not. He's a front rower. Send your so, tweets in. Send your emails. The Open Golf starts this week. The Come US on. Open starts this week. <laughs> Tiger coming off a very good win at the Memorial last week. So, is is Tiger going to win this? Is that the best you can do? That's Tiger. You, got no, you know anyone else in golf? Mickelson. Mickelson? I think, uh, I look, I like to see Tiger win because... Uh, I must confess, I was never a Tiger fan because Sorry, he's so dominant. Hang on, hang on. But now... James uh, Horwell is a second row. Thank second, you. Yeah. But they've elevated the front row because a lot of injuries in the front row. The other thing is, look, i become a real Tiger fan. For no other reason... What, than the last saved, week or two? Or no, no. What? Since he was castigated and vilified. But now that he's got himself <laughs> he back after the memorial... Since he rang you up and said, I need to lay low, do you know After the memorial, I think he's a real, real hope. <laughs> But there's a lot of players snapping at his heels. Is they? there? There is. 150 of them. No, but only about six or seven that can win, as you know. I think Anthony Summers. Come on, Anthony. You know well, who he is? Yes, I do. He's about Aussie, He's an Aussie bloke that qualified for the US Open. He's got well, a great Nick Ahern, Nick Ahern finished runner-up just recently at, uh, at Memphis. He's, uh, he's going to be up. Is he qualified? I'm not sure if he's qualified. He's not uh, even playing. He's not playing. Well, okay. He can't win. He can't win. Uh, what, t- <laughs> what time are we on tonight? 11 o'clock. Well, you can say anything. Who cares? Uh, that's, that's the headlines, the headlines Russell. Russell. Next up, another Russell here. Also, who's been to a couple of Olympics. Also, he's got a couple of gold medals around his neck. And he's not a bad bloke as well. I'm talking about Russell Mark. Yeah, we'll see. They, they... Research. Research. <laughs> You're off the boil. What is <laughs> Welcome back to PTI Australia. Joining us today, Olympic legend, gold medalist. So I don't want to say it because I'll put the hex on him, but potential flag bearer at the opening ceremony, Russell Mark. Rolling in for Olympics number six. That is, number six. And yes. only you and Stuart O'Grady have got six. Well, Mick Diamond, my Mick teammate, Diamond? Yeah. is turning up for his sixth as well. So, so. when the shooters get too old... To oh, now. I'll be the oldest now. there by a long way. What, does your eyesight go or the guns get... Reflexes. Uh, reflexes. It's a bit like opening batsmen at cricket. Mark Taylor, I think, was a great batsman when he retired. He just couldn't face a but ball But the quicks get too much, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's happening to me now. We all know every four years what you're doing. What do you do in the four years... Between Olympics, well, you know yeah. what I mean? Rob's Banks, yeah. what do you reckon he goes? <laughs> well, he goes. Silly question. Commonwealth Games, I don't know, but what does he do? There's five minutes we've got, that's all. They're asking him something relevant. I wonder, I don't know what you do. <laughs> what do you do, Mark? Tell me. Oh, Russell is his <laughs> name, right? Yeah, a bit of respect. Uh, look, we've got World Cup circuits every year, so we're competing. So you're a professional there. Pretty much now. shooter. Yeah. You don't, you know, work as a. I've run a corporate shooting <clears throat> business in Melbourne, yeah. corporate shooting stars. Swimmers turn up there occasionally yeah. and do uh, little <laughs> events, do they? What about duck season? Do you get away no. for a week? Raccoons here, punters. I don't hey, do a on. drive-by league or anything like that. What did you think like of that? that? No. What did you think of the Monk Darcy thing? I think if it had have been anyone else, it probably would have blown over. Slipped on the radar. Because they had a bit of form going into this, I think those two probably needed to keep their noses a little so bit So do you clean. think that's helped your cause at all when it comes to no. the shooting <laughs> flag bearer? I don't know if Nick Green <laughs> wants to see another shooter at the moment. I feel for Nick Green. He was yeah. put in a very awkward position there. Yeah. And I think the penalty they got was probably... they. A lot of people would say they got off lightly. It may not have been any penalty. They may have been coming home early anyway. I would have not liked to have seen either of those two on the lemon and sauce, uh, sauce, I should say, having a, a good time at the end of the Olympics. No, but I don't think they should have been banned from the Olympics either. That wasn't a crime that deserved that punishment. No, exactly. So it, it was probably the right decision. Overdosing intolerance, it was. Yeah, too. okay. Um, 
I read somewhere that you had a bet with someone about wearing a mankini at the opening ceremony. What's I stupidly am a one-eyed Carlton supporter. Oh. Four weeks ago, Carlton were looking like taking over the top place on the ladder. So all we had to beat was St Kilda. And Mate, I, I've worked with you a number no, of no, times. No, no, Let's so. have a look at the... We, we've got a picture of uh, you. Look, there you go. <laughs> That's a bit of you and a mankini. You're a hairy beast. I don't know if uh, either John Cates or Nick Green would see the funny side of that in London <laughs> on probably, July the 27th. He's now 100 to 1 to be the flag bearer. Mate, just as a, an aside, uh, I've worked with you a number of times and uh, I always remember the story you tell about Brunei, the Sultan of Brunei. So conned your services. Tell us a little bit about the story. Yeah, look, uh, the Prince of Brunei was a mad keen clay target shooter and we went to the Commonwealth Games in uh, 1998 and he employed me as his coach and I infamously told him he'd finish last and he beat everybody, he finished second last. Yeah. So it wasn't a total disaster. So I thought I did well to get him across the line to there. <laughs> and then, he, then he, he asked you to go to Brunei uh, with a small emolument or a uh, stipend. He said, take a car, any car out of my... <laughs> he had 305 Ferraris at one stage that I looked at, but Warney had a fair crack at one of them as well, but he yeah. didn't get it either. So he just says, pick a car, drive one. Greg Norman got one. Greg Norman actually went there to coach Salt and Bruno, took a car home with him. I told him how good I'd look in Werribee driving around the main streets. Oh, and did what you really get one? Yeah. The shooting team as a whole, I mean, uh, I think it was uh, many times throughout Olympic history that the shooting team is the first non-swimming medal that we get and sometimes it's the first medal we get each and every Olympic Games. Yeah, look, there's a few medal chances in this. We're up first. I mean, this time I'm actually on day five. Unfortunately for us, Michael Diamond is last this time. They've swapped the program completely around. Yeah. Michael Diamond's a great gold medal chance again and he's just turned 40, but he doesn't show any signs that he's any worse now than he was back in 96. So he's competing on about day nine. Normally, if we get him up first, we get a medal straight away and, and it's good does. for the sport. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It'd get a lot of publicity. I think Susie Ballack in Athens yeah. was bronze first day and everyone was excited. What about your wife, Lauren, in skeet shooting? She's yeah. right up there. She She's did. got a new gun. She swapped to the Beretta's latest model gun. She only changed a week ago and just immediately started to shoot world-class scores again. So she heads overseas to Italy for three weeks uh, this Thursday and uh, the lead-up, she'll finish up there just before she goes to Just one quick issue on that point. You know, is it something that attracts big sponsorships? Do the gun manufacturers come and see... The, uh, oh, sure. Someone like yourself? Yeah, look, uh, I've been a professional shooter since 96, largely due because of Beretta. I mean, that, it, you do get good money if you can win Olympic medals. It's yeah. a multi-billion right. dollar industry. Yeah. So, you know, it's not just... Uh, Trap shooting or clay tape. Why weren't you a footballer or a hockey player? Stop or... growing. Yeah. I would have loved to have played for Carlton, Sam. I just stopped growing, that, and that was the trouble. And then you want to become a shooter. I mean, is he... Yeah, look, the two aren't related. Uh, but if you've got good hand-to-eye coordination, you can become a good shooter. Greg Williams from Carlton was one of the greatest shooters or non-shooters I've ever had on a shooting range. He was ridiculously good. Uh, for London as an Olympics venue, I mean, it just seems to be like uh, it's meant to be for London. They've put so much money into it. And the shooting goes range is in a public park. It's yeah. not at a shooting range. It's not far How from London that? Bridge. Yeah, it's not often. Because normally you're stuck out. Miles out. This time we're right in the heart of London and it's just a park. They've put a fence around it and it'll be a great venue. They'll run a great Olympics. Well, mate, I hope you're the man carrying the flag at the opening ceremony. Good luck and uh, enjoy the Olympic Games. Thanks. 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 Russell Mark Thanks, here mate. on PTI Australia as we head to a break. You said that before people, by the way. I hope you get the flag. Time for toss-up, where we put two foes against each other and we've got to pick a winner, but you try <laughs> finding any other show on television that puts <laughs> these two together. Kenrick Monk and Nick Darcy. 
First up, after their latest drama, who is going to be forgiven more so at the end of the Olympics? Fast forward, Darcy or Monk? <laughs> so, in other words, when they come back... Talk about uh, even each finished, two. I understand what you're saying. You don't have to repeat yourself. This is a dead-set line ball, evens each of two. I'm of the opinion it'll be Kenrick Monk. So am I. Purely and simply because I think the remnants of the past are far more visible and far more tangible and remain indelibly ensconced in the mind so of the public. can I ask a question? You, you, having been bankrupt before, you'd be able to tell me this. I what, beg your pardon? Uh, sorry, was that you? I meant me. No, um, yeah. <laughs> Watch your tongue out. <laughs> I apologise. Yeah, take what, responsibility. Yeah, What happens you. when he wins a gold medal and he gets all this endorsements? Does he have to pay or does that still come back Well, in? I think, hopefully, Sandy will prevail in the goodness of his heart will ensure... That he does the right thing. But that's not going to happen. Well, who knows, Russell? I don't, can't talk for I'm other people. I'm with you as well. I'm with Kenrick what Mark. Year were you, what time did you take the... Uh, yeah. Uh, now, who's the worst team in Aussie football? Any code anywhere right now? The Gold Coast Suns or New South Wales Waratahs? Toss well, up. Well, I reckon the Gold Coast Suns. I know the Waratahs have lost, as you alluded to, uh, Lockie Turner and uh, Beale. They lost a lot of their... But the Gold Coast Suns have lost some of their key personnel through injury. But there was a lot of expectation for the Gold Coast Suns in terms of improving on their three wins last year. So I think the Gold Coast Suns marginally. See, I'm going to go the Waratahs because the Waratahs in the last half a dozen years have always been in the finals. They've lost seven games yeah, in a row. Sure, they've had uh, some issues with injury. Lockie Turner, you mentioned. Kirtley Beale, they lost. James O'Connor's been injured. And a number of others. They've got six players in the Wallabies. How come the six players in the Wallabies can play like superstars when they're playing for New South Wales? More expectation from the Waratahs. So I'm saying more disappointing and therefore, by virtue of that, worse are Okay. okay. Who'll emerge as the biggest star from the NBA Finals as we watch Oklahoma City take on Miami Heat? Toss-up, Kevin Durant or LeBron James? Who's going to be the biggest star? Well, I think uh, Durant. Only because I reckon uh, I reckon uh, LeBron's got the help of Wade and Bosch, yes. uh, who are superstars in their own right, right, where the other bloke's more of a uh, single single entity. He is a one-man band. Well, he's a one-man band, and we like one-man bands, Russell. Well, I mean, I know that Oklahoma City got a, a gun roster a and they gun, have yeah. won so many games in a row. But, but the Mount Miami Heat are a star-studded outfit and they've got... I know LeBron's at the pinnacle of it all. LeBron gets the credit when they win yeah. and he also gets the, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the slaps when they lose. Slaps, you're right. So you're going Kevin Durant? I'm going Kevin Durant. I actually think LeBron will win it. He needs to get this monkey off the back, so I think he'll be the biggest superstar in... Uh, and don't forget, of course, you can watch that on all on ESPN. In a month where there's been plenty of refereeing blunders across all sports, which is the biggest gaffe in 2012 so far? Greg Inglis's try or no try in Origin 1 or the Tim Bradley oh. Manny Pacquiao decision on the weekend? That was just disgraceful. I mean, to so say you can never rationalise... Look, the, the English try, in all due respects, was a gaffe, but there but was... Technically, there was Ray, uh, technically, it might be correct gaffe. OK, you've taken the very words out of my mouth. But the other one was just blatantly obvious. Anyone that even remotely knows anything about the pugilistic game will tell you that he Manny was, Pacquiao was a clear, clear they, they winner. They were betting in the run, and he was 50-1 to one yeah. on... Pacquiao to win the fight as they were yeah. reading out the names. And that leads me to believe that there was some skullduggery going on behind. Someone was manoeuvring for a future uh, Well, bout. no, no, no. The next day they had the ticket uh, available. November 6, yeah, I think see. it is. Uh, you know, part two that of the fight. That fight game in America. And as soon as I see fight... Don King, America. Bob Arum, all of that. Bob Arum. Just yeah. leave me, Salmon Trout. Okay. <laughs>
Toss-up is done. <laughs> Next up, happy time, the big finish and the Sporting Bet best bets of the week. Yeah, don't go away. <laughs> Happy birthday this week to Phil Mickelson, celebrating his 42nd birthday. He'll play with Bubba Watson and Tiger Woods in the opening uh, two rounds of the US Open. What a pairing that is. What a threesome. What even. a threesome, in fact. <laughs> Just get a haircut, <laughs> Phil. I don't know about the long mullet. No, I don't mind him at all. I think unkempt. Happy anniversary to my mate Steve Waugh and Herschel Gibbs, his other mate. 13 years ago, Gibbs dropped the catch in oh. the World Cup final semi, and he said, how does it feel to drop the World Cup, Herschel? Do you reckon he dropped it? What? I thought he held it long enough to nearly be paid. Oh, shut up. It oh, if you remember catch. it, happy trails to David Gallup, the CEO of the ARL Commission and former NRL, NRL boss, I should say, for 10 years, left the league by mutual consent last week. How hard do you reckon he was nudged? Well, I don't know, uh, but you're obviously not a big fan from what I hear along the grapevine. I tell you what, he presided over a period of a very difficult period with great aplomb and dignity, and departed in the same manner, I might you add. You did call him something else. Though. I did not. Melbourne's number one enemy. Well, he is Melbourne's number one enemy. We're <laughs> yeah. going to put him through a shredder when we see him. <laughs> now for the big finish, Maria Sharapova won the Women's French Open to complete a career grand slam. She celebrated by grunting. Ah! <laughs> ah! The Socceroos are in the middle of the World Cup qualifying right now, and the average age of the team against Oman was 31 and a half. Ah! How bad is that, Russ? As bad as that grunt, which I'm not sure is a grunt, Steve Hooker. It is Hooker. a grunt. <laughs> Steve Hooker continues to struggle in the lead-up to London with another poor performance in a Diamond League event on the weekend. Is time running out for the hooker? Well, look, he's bought himself some time. I hopefully he finds it on the moment. Some days, you know, some people, I should say. Just be at the man, be, be at the moment. Be at the moment. There's a carpe Come diem. On. Carpe you know what that yeah, means. of course. And Lewis Hamilton won the Canadian Grand Prix on Sunday. This is interesting. This seven races, seven different winners so far in 2012. Some like it, some don't. I'm right. <gasps> I'd you rather like be watching uh, Formula One than a lot of other motorsports at the moment. Yeah. Very interesting. This week's quote of the week from Gary Ablett Jr. on Twitter to his partner Lauren Phillips. I'll call you soon. It's game seven. And that means he's watching the NBA finals, of course, which are on ESPN. What a relationship that is. Now for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. I like the West Coast to destroy Carlton. Yes, yeah, so does everybody else in football. I think Wales will bounce back and beat Australia in the oh, second rubbish. test. rubbish. Sporting bet like Melbourne, the thump manly in Monday Night Footy. You know who I spoke to? Uh, What's his Chucker, name? Watmark. Yeah. He said we can, Melbourne can never beat us at Brookvale. Now remember you can podcast us. Just go to iTunes, search PTI Australia. That'll do it. I'm Russell Barwick, Sam Kegovich. And as always, uh, you know, it makes sense because I am Sam Kegovich. Ah, uh, what, what a struggle. What a struggle. But our, our viewers, our audience are so loyal.